Christina Rowe, and I'm here today with some fabulous expert panelists for Outsourcing 101, How to Grow Your Biz and Get More Done 10 Times Faster. This is a really huge subject for us entrepreneurs that we really need to pay attention to, take notes, get out your pen and pads. And I first want to just introduce our guests here. So I'm going to let them give them the floor so we can start with, let's see who's up on the screen here. I just see 24-hour secretary. <laughs> so introduce yourself <laughs> and let us know about your business and what you do. Okay. Hi. Hello. My name is Sharon Williams. I am the president of the 24-hour secretary. I've been a virtual assistant and virtual business manager for 28 years. So all those VAs out there who think you can't make it, you can definitely make it and do it. <laughs> During that 28 years, I've done everything you can think of as a VA, starting from the basic generalist duties all the way through social media management, managing businesses, companies, entire backends, events, etc. So if there's something that you are passionate, passionate about, then I strongly urge you to work with a VA, <coughs> excuse me, who has experience and knowledge and is able to help you take your business from step one through step 20, through step 100, because there are VAs out there that can help you do that. Wonderful. Thank you, Sharon. That's fantastic. And Charlotte? Hi, everyone. I am Charlotte Howard. I am a best-selling author, a board-certified life coach, and founder of Hair Artists Association with over 4,000 members, as well as the CEO of Heart Centered Women Publishing. And I'm just excited to be here because I, um, for the past two decades, have been helping women uh, to really transition from employee to entrepreneur and really help them to create a freedom-based lifestyle doing what they love. And so I'm excited because part of being able to to get my business and my clients' businesses to the next level, it definitely involves outsourcing because we cannot do all of the, the things, <laughs> you know, on our own. So thank you so much, Christina, again, for this, this platform. And um, that's that's what I do. <laughs> thank, thank you so much, Charlotte. It's wonderful. And Serena? Hi there. My name's Serena Carcassole. I've been in the online industry for 12 years now. Feels like yesterday, but it sounds so far away. <laughs> sounds like so long ago. So much has happened that I just can't believe that 12 years has gone by. Um, well, let's say I started as a freelancer virtual assistant uh, back in 2007 um, and uh, rapidly turned it into a multi-type VA business within months. Uh, I'm not the type of person that, you know, scales. I'm the type of person I got to go from bottom to top and that's it. <laughs> There's no in between. So I started doing, you know, websites and, you know, a lot of branding stuff and, and online marketing, anything to do with online marketing and that. Um, you know, fast forward to 2017, I developed the um, 
or invented or whatever you want to call it, the Amazing Women of Influence um, line of summits, uh, which became pretty popular, um, meant to, you know, expand my marketing business, but I went above and beyond that and it ended up becoming its own brand. It just was wildly successful. And all of a sudden, the Amazing Women Entrepreneurs Network is born. I became a coach. Like everything just, you know, kind of unfolded. So um, one of my morals of my stories is, is that, you know, you never know where things can lead you in your business once you start taking those steps to scale and it could be something as small as outsourcing or as small as doing little events and you know just establishing establishing yourself as an influencer and all of a sudden you know your business is that's when your overnight success happens so 12 years in the making so now I am the founder of the Amazing Women Entrepreneurs Network which is a network of many possibilities and opportunities we do publishing so Amazing Women Media is the um, it's on all umbrella under Amazing Women Media so we do a co-authored book publishing publishings, um, a series of books, we do summits, virtual summits, we do so many different things um, that like, you know, the list goes on. So yeah, so a lot of, a lot of different things along with them, along with a marketing agency on the side. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're a busy lady. And it's funny, you said 12, <laughs> 12 years. I started actually to online marketing 2006. So I guess I'm oh, going wow. on 13 years. Yeah. Right. It goes so, it was so different ladies. Oh, Give you guys back then. <laughs> We used something, I remember I started my building the first well, squeeze page, we called it the squeeze page, and it was on front page, <laughs> front page, you guys don't even know what that is. <laughs> that got, that's for us old timers. <laughs> it was well, a different don't call, yourself, don't call yourself an old timer. I started my business in 1990. So, that was the real, the, the birth of the internet, wow. exactly, in the early 90s. So, yeah, we've all been around a long time. So, I want to ask you guys first, the first question. This is such, I mean, I don't know, even for myself, you know, it's so hard to let go you know, and outsource. Um, I, I think a lot of us have trouble with this because we're, as entrepreneurs, it's just in our personality, our DNA to be, uh, want to do it all ourselves. We always think we can just do it better. Like, and it's like, a lot of times I think, well, oh, the time I explain how to do this, I could just do it, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> so it's, I want you guys to each, I'm gonna, uh, we'll start around, we'll start with uh, Sharon and then we'll just start in the same, we'll, then we'll go to Charlotte and Serena. Um, how do you let go and get rid of that site? Let's start with the psychological block of letting go and allowing other people's, you know, hiring, allowing people to do things in your business and stop being a perfectionist. Well, I can respond to that in two ways. As a business owner and from the perspective of people who let go to us, the um, as a business owner, sometimes you just have to sit down and say, why am I tired? Why is it I don't have time to spend with my family or doing things that I love to do instead of working around the clock? When you think about it that way, it becomes an issue. <clears throat> also, when you determine, decide to value your time, meaning if you know that you can make $75, $100, $200 an hour yourself, but you're spending that time on tasks that you really don't like or don't have full knowledge of, um, then you want to take the time and say, what could I be doing 
that's worth $200 that I may be able to get someone to do for $50. When you look at it from that perspective, then you're saying, okay, my time is valuable. I know how I can use it to make money or to really do things that I thoroughly enjoy doing. So you just have to make that self-evaluation. What's important to you, being a perfectionist and doing every little thing in your business or setting up systems and let someone else handle the things that you don't like to do. Once you make that, that determination, it's easy to let go. And then you're saying, oh my goodness, why didn't I think of this before? What have I been doing all this time? I could have been doing this, that, and the other. So just sit down, even create a little uh, checklist, things that you like to do, things that you love to do, things that you want to do, and then evaluate which is more important to you. Put a price on it. How much is it worth for me to stop doing this versus doing something else that I really enjoy doing or that will uh, help generate income or let me go out and meet potential customers. When you look at it from that perspective, then it's a whole new ball game and you willingly give up things that you don't want to do or don't have knowledge or experience in doing. That's great advice. I just want to uh, just take a moment and welcome Holly. Hi, Holly. How are you? Hi. Welcome. Um, Hi. Before we Hi move there. on, I just would like you to just tell, introduce yourself and tell us um, a little bit about yourself, and then we're gonna, we'll continue with the questions. Oh, perfect. Thanks so much. So uh, I apologize for being a little tardy. I had a little technical difficulties this morning. So um, my name is Holly Kyle with HJK Global Solutions. I've been in the virtual assistant industry for over a decade. Um, I am the author of Virtual Team Builder, How to Expand Your Coaching Practice by Hiring a VA. And uh, about two years ago, I actually started an online training program uh, to teach people how to work from home successfully as a virtual assistant. Um, so I've been working to help people to create that lifestyle for themselves, as well as helping entrepreneurs behind the scenes. So. Um, love being able to take at a, a, a crack at it from both sides. Great, Holly. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to just move over to Charlotte and I'll come back to you. And the question was about how to let go and um, give up the need for perfectionism and how to um, let go for outsourcing. So we'll go to Charlotte Serena, excuse me, <clears throat> losing my voice, and then we'll come back to you, Holly. Charlotte? Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Christina. Um, you know, for me coming from corporate and working behind the chair in the beauty industry, like literally slaving day in and day out, um, I, I understood the value of creating uh, freedom. So it's easy for someone who's been, you know, behind the scenes and working 24-7, getting called you know, and when a, a stylist is out. And so I, I knew when I left corporate that I would want to have that freedom-based lifestyle, not be, you know, chained and tied up, but also allowing people the ability to, um, to have additional work that they absolutely are passionate about, and, you know, and so that's what I think about when I'm um, giving uh, other people the opportunity to grow their own businesses, you know, from home working and, and creating that freedom-based lifestyle, it's easier for me to let that task go because A, I'm all for women just growing their own uh, empires. 
And um, I really think it's, it's, um, it's important to really um, have the ability to help other people start winning and um, not be so chained to the chair like I was uh, back in corporate. Uh, <laughs> but you, you want to be able to have that time, uh, that time freedom to do what it is that you love. And so um, just having a team behind you that that's, you know, you're able to do that is, is just the most powerful and most sensible thing for me uh, to, to do. And so it's easy, you know, at first, you know, you got to build up that trust. And I, I think once once that trust is built up, that it's, it's, it's a whole lot more easier to uh, work with your virtual assistant team um, to really help you achieve those goals because you're holding yourself back because there's no possible way that you can do it all yourself, um, especially if you want to scale past that six-figure uh, mark um, in business as well. Great advice. And I just made a comment here about your chain to the chair. I said, that's a great analogy for corporate work. <laughs> I love that. Are you chained <laughs> to the chair? <laughs> yes. That is good. That's a very good description. Yes, yes. Good copy. See, that's just throwing Thank it in you. there. My marketing comes in, ladies. If you're trying to like talk to people yes. who are, you know, like in corporate or they have desk jobs, you know, you can say, are you chained to the chair? <laughs> there you yes. go. That, Hello, Christina. I love that. Love it. Yes, we can all use that. Very, very good. Thank you, Charlotte. Serena, are you still with us? Welcome. I am. I'm Great. here. I'm here. Uh, I didn't, just didn't want to show a black screen, but I'll put it up for now. Um, so I actually, my words of advice are when it comes to, you know, running a business, if you want to scale a business, your business, you have no choice but to um, get a team involved to help you because you can't do it all. And if you do to try to do it all, you will, it will affect your growth because it, you won't have time to put the, put the time into the things that matter. Um, you know, any kind of administrative work, specific marketing work, does not have a rapid return on investment. So if you're busy doing marketing, bookkeeping, administrative stuff, trying to sell, trying to do more, like you're trying to do everything, when are you going to have time to, you know, focus on clients or pro selling product? And that's where you have to focus if you want growth in your business. So having people to support you will liberate you to not only be able to have time for your own life so you can rejuvenate and regenerate and, you know, like take, take that time to get, get clarity in your mind. You'll also have the time to actually focus on, you know, rapid return on investments, rapid uh, client attraction and lead generation. You need to be out there. You need to be omnipresent. You need to be everywhere in your business. And you can't be everywhere if you're stuck, you know, in the back end, taking care of all that technical stuff and all that, you know, uh, marketing stuff that you don't need to do. Of course, you have to do marketing, but there's certain things that, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing. Maintaining your website, SEO work, um, you know, some of the some parts of social media that should all be managed um and you should be out there putting you know put putting your you know your feet to the ground and really getting out there and getting that exposure so you know focus on on things that generate immediate uh, that only generate clients and generate fast you know cash in my opinion and then um you know get people to take care of the other stuff my next thing that is so big when it comes to finally breaking free to, you know, outsourcing and all that is don't look at dollar value. That's the one thing I see, you know, so many people 
first thing they think of is what, how much you charge? What is your price? Can I afford you? Well, how can you know what you can afford and how like in a dollar value itself will not tell you what kind of return on investment you're going to get. It does not matter if someone charges $5 an hour or charges $105 an hour. You could potentially be saving money with that $105 an hour. Because people that charge more, the the ones that charge more, normally have um, like a faster return on investment, um, have special tools and training. And I'm not saying, you know, to find people at $105 an hour, because I don't think there are that many out there. But what I'm trying <laughs> to say is that you just don't want to focus on trying to save money and thinking of like, you know, how much can I afford to spend for the month? You know, you have to focus because someone that charges $5 an hour can take them 10 times the amount of time that someone whose charge is 50, okay, let's just use the number of $50 an hour, and they have all kinds of, you know, resources and experience, and they don't need to research. I've been through it. Even myself as a marketing agency owner, I am guilty of looking for people that are, you know, trying to find people that are more affordable so I can have a better profit, you know, a better profit plan. And I learn the hard way each and every time. And I would find people, you know, telling me, like, they would send me timesheets of taking them three to five hours to do something that took 20 minutes, that I know takes me 20 minutes. And I know I'm fast, but it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like, maybe it'll take someone else an hour or, or 10 minutes more than I do. The point is, is that it doesn't always mean that you're going to save money because you can get that surprise bill of what someone who has more experience, look at experience, look at um, training, look at the, you know, maybe they have resources. They already have special plugins for their websites and, and, you know, special, um, you know, resources to do research and stuff like that, that could take them a quarter, a min, a, a, a 10% of the time. And, you know, and then you end up, you're, you end up hiring someone that doesn't get you ahead because you're micromanaging so much also because they just, they just want instruction instead of having someone that can tell you what's going to work better and is going to work faster. Oh, I can go on and on for hours, but um, I'll give everybody a chance. But those are my great main points. Things. Don't look at that. Don't look at hours. That is the dar all, like dollars because that can actually break you and you can take 10 times the amount of time that it, you know, it's taking you because you're going to end up hiring three or four or five people before you finally realize, oh, heck, now it's time to find someone that's more, you know, that's, that's more experienced. Great, great, really great advice. Thank you, Serena. Ali, what is your take on, on, on this about letting go and perfectionism and what Serena just said about, you know, and that's a big thing for, I know, for everyone watching, especially the ones who are just starting out who don't really have the funds, you know, and they're afraid to let go of what they do have to, to hire. So, Holly, what is your take on that? Sure, Christina, and Serena is actually absolutely right. Um, you know, price should never be your deciding factor. Uh, you know, certainly something that you can take into account, but um, you know, there there are a lot of things that that play into that, and understanding what they have, the resources at their disposal, it can be a huge deal. Uh, you know, a, a VA that has access to, um, I'll just use you know Adobe Creative Cloud to get you the highest quality, um, you know, deliverables from a design perspective, and then they have training in design or, or something like that. You could end up hiring a designer and spending all kinds of time that a VA could actually do the work for you with the right training. Um, so, you know, 100% in in support of her statement there. You know, she also brought up the uh, the idea of 
revenue producing. And so when I'm talking to clients about delegating, you know, look at look at the tasks that you're doing that are revenue producing. And the further away that task is from revenue producing directly, the the more likely it is that you need to delegate it. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll use one that she brought up that is a great example, SEO. You know, SEO, yes, can help uh, with marketing activities and, and you know, uh, with visibility, but it's not something that's going to directly produce revenue for you, um, at least not in the short term. And so, you know, I call that very far removed. Somebody else should be doing that. Um, you know, for coaches who are sitting, you know, having a one-on-one -on -one, uh, a discovery call with a client, an actual uh, call with the client, you know, that's, that is, you know, front line for revenue producing and shouldn't be delegated. But the scheduling of the call, well, sure, that can be delegated to a person or to a tool. So, you know, really think about where things fall in the line of revenue producing activities. The other thing is, you know, delegation is, you know, a lot of people have mental hangups about it and, and so, you know, one of the first things I tell clients is, you know, in our kickoff calls, there's two things. One, that they've got to make peace with the fact that um, they're not the only person that can do that particular task, mm -hmm. you know, and that, that sometimes is the hardest thing is they, you know, oh gosh, I'm the only one that can do it. And, and so I try to get them to reframe it in, you've been the only one doing it, but now you have a partner. I'm here to help you. And, and making peace with that, the sooner they come to, to terms with that kind of reframe of thoughts, the better. Um, and sometimes one of the things that helps them is to take this, you know, big task and break it up into chunks. So, you know, get, why don't you delegate just a piece of that to your, your new VA? And then you find that when you delegate just a piece of it, and, and then it gets a little easier to delegate another piece of it. And, uh, you know, not every task has to be an all or nothing, you know, so you can break things up and delegate them and, and you can still keep ownership of the pieces that make sense, but some of the pieces just don't make sense for you to do anymore. And, and really kind of embrace that you're growing to the point that you deserve to delegate really. And I think that's, you know, you have, you've started a business, you're running a business, you deserve to be able to delegate. And, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not about having to work those late hours just to get invoices out. Um, you know, somebody else could be doing that for you. And, um, you know, and then the other thing is, is that when you're starting with somebody in particular, you probably, you're excited because you're, you're going to have this help and, and you're like, oh gosh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm finally not going to have to work the weekends. I'm not going to be chained to that chair. Um, as, as Charlotte said, but you know, tackle just a few at a time. Um, with, with all my new clients, I only let them in, in the first call, you know, they cannot give me more than three things. Um, because after that, you know, it, it becomes, you're setting yourself both up for failure. Um, you know, it may be three things that can be taken care of in an afternoon, but, and that's great because then we can always do three more, but, um, you know, it's great to get those quick wins in, 
but if you if you just kind of dump the whole list then it muddies the water on what's priority and what's not and and you know so if you just sit down as an entrepreneur and say okay these are my top three priorities let's get those done first then you know get the win in and then delegate more from there and so kind of that spoon feeding um, helps you to tackle that overwhelming thought of delegation from the beginning. So those are, those are the things that I usually recommend uh, in, in that realm of things that helps people to overcome kind of their own mental barriers with the process. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much, Holly. And that's going to lead me to my next line of question and the questioning. I'm going to go again. We'll start with Sharon. You brought up a really good point. Um, you know, I love, I just put the quote, you deserve to delegate. I put that in the comments because I love that. That's really, really great to remember, to remember. But this is probably a question I think a lot of people are probably asking themselves, okay, yes, I want to delegate. I want to hire a team. I want to get a VA. Okay, but now it is, they don't know how. What tools, resources, how do you vet the right person? How do you find and put these systems in place? Like, you know, there's so many, like, you. it's overwhelming because, you know, you can go to Fiverr or Upwork or to companies, and there's so many options. And I think maybe that's that's probably what, maybe what stops a lot of people, too, is they're just confused. They don't have, like, know uh, what systems to put into place, what to start with first. So, so what would you say about that, Sharon? Well, first, I think you need to jot down some questions that you want answered. Uh, to to do that, what are you looking for? So that you're not just out to skelter, checking out as many VAs as you can, but instead you have certain parameters, and these VAs should have the skills and the knowledge to perform the responsibilities that you need to have done. So that's the first thing. Create a list of the tasks that you know you want them to accomplish. <laughs> Number two, there are tons of groups um, uh, that offered RFP system, request for a proposal. There are associations out there, there are um, networking groups, et cetera. If you do some research on online for VA industry associations or VA industry networks, et cetera, then they have RFP forms that, that have questions that you can ask. And the candidates who meet those qualifications or answer your questions properly, you can set up an interview with them. <clears throat> but you at least have something in writing to review to see if it read their responses resonate with you. And that way you can do some pre-screening. A lot of times if you have an opening, <coughs> excuse me, if you have an opening, you'll be inundated with responses because there's so many VAs who have similar types type skills. I would throw in a a trick question or two, just so you can feel out their personality and see if they would be a good match with your personality and with your philosophy and your mission. Ask those kinds of questions in the pre-evaluation stage. <clears throat> Another thing you could do is see who actually answers your question versus just saying anything. The perfect example of that is when people say, please do not contact me by instant messenger, as an example. And then the VA contacts them by <laughs> instant messenger. That says they can't follow directions or they don't <laughs> read for detail. 
I wouldn't pick them, quite frankly, but that's just me. <laughs> but they're automatically off of my list. Also, if you ask them to send you samples of the work that they've done and they give you a link to go to their website to look at it, I would scratch them off my list also because, again, they're doing it the way they want to do it versus the way you have instructed them to do it. So that helps you understand if they're going to follow directions or not. So there are little things you can do <clears throat> to weed out the ones you know are not going to meet your criteria. Um, <clears throat> of course, there's Fiverr and all those other um, um, groups out there that you could research, <clears throat> but you have to really see if they have testimonials on their websites. I think that's important. And I don't just mean a testimonial with somebody's name and a blurb. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think you should have a link to whoever's providing that testimonial so you can go check them out to see if they are legitimate, a legitimate business. Because they could get a friend to, you know, say, okay, you can use my name <clears throat> and create some language that sounds um, positive. But there are a lot of bogus sites out there. So you want to do your research and see, check out those references. Say, hey, can I call that person and get a, you know, a, a response to how well you work with them? Are you meeting deadlines? <clears throat> Are you providing all the services you say you provide? Another thing you can do is if they say that they're trained or have certifications, check out the certifications. See who they got it from. An example would be if they say that I, um, enrolled in the program and I have a certificate from that person. Is that a legitimate certificate from a legitimate coach or just someone that they took a two-week course with and they're holding up that certificate as the do-all, be-all, and now I'm an expert? <clears throat> so there are things you can do to evaluate the, the um, qualifications of that VA before you pick them. Always uh, interview someone, and I would say even look to two or three people and then see out of that group who best meets your criteria. And then the other thing you could do is only give them a small task. You don't have to give them a big job. Give all three of them the same task and see how they handle it. And that will also help you see how well they can handle handle work, how well they work under pressure, give them a tight deadline to see if they can, can meet it. So those are the kinds of things I would recommend that you do. Great. Those are really great. And you and what you said about was interesting. I love how testing them out about the private messages. And I, it just made me chuckle because here in our main group here, um, it says right like everywhere. The first thing in caps says, do not PM admins and ask why your post has not been approved. Well, all of us get inundated. All of us admins, myself, the other admins say, oh, my God, do these people are. Why isn't my post not approved? Oh, so you know what I said? Do not answer them because they didn't read the rules. So if you're watching, <laughs> don't PM the admins. It's not their fault. They're following the rules when they approve your post. I just had to put that in because I had a laugh because it's so true, though. People now, they say we have the attention of a goldfish. You know, we don't have a good attention span and we don't read and we don't pay attention and we just do what we want to do. And it's really important when you're hiring people that they do pay attention. So that is a really great thing to give some little tricks out there to your um, potential people that you're hiring to see if they follow instructions probably could save a lot of aggravation and heartache down the road when you're if you hire them and they're not listening to you so thank you Sharon so Charlotte what is your take on all this 
Can you hear us, Charlotte? I see her nodding her head, but I don't know if she could hear us. Let me see. Maybe uh, it's a little delayed. It's a little delayed. I see. Serena, wow. do you want to? Uh, Sharon oh, provided so much, uh, so much value. Um, and, and I agree with her. I mean, everything that she stated um, is it's absolutely a must because, you know, when it comes to um, outsourcing your work, you want to make sure that you have all of those tasks done for sure. Um, and another thing I would actually add is uh, making sure that, you know, if this person that you're hiring, that you have someone else that can actually uh, do the work when this person is not available um, as well. And then, you know, of course, um, researching. Uh, I love the, the aspect that Sharon mentioned, testing out um, on different tasks and seeing who actually does the work and follow it as as you instructed um, as well. And um, it's, it's just so important just making sure that you have someone like if, if you're this person that you're hiring is going to be out, you definitely want to make sure you have someone else that could actually do the the same job, the same task, because if this person is out, then how are you going to keep moving your business forward? Um, and so you want to make sure you definitely consider that um, as well and make sure that they actually know how to do the work that they say they know how to do because oftentimes, especially when I first started out, I would I would hire people, you know, especially coming coming in, you know, making that transition as an employee. I was I was one of those people that was looking for, okay, well, I, I can afford this amount. Let me hire the person, you know, as uh, we talked about before, let me hire the person that fits within my budget. And, you know, a lot of times it, you're really, you know, hurting yourself if, you know, that person doesn't have the experience that they say they have and then they're doing the task and it's not meeting the quality. And so it's like you have to keep going back, checking behind this person if this, if, if the task is correct, uh, is is the you know is the to be done? Is the sales page done like you wanted it to be done? Uh, because they said on their credentials that you know the, you know they are the expert. So you definitely want to go through all of those bullet points that Sharon mentioned uh, to really vet uh, the person of the team that you uh, you are going to be utilizing. You're going to save your time. You're going to save more money and you're going to be able to attract a lot more clients just having the right team behind you doing the work for you. Great advice. Very good, Cheryl. And I like that having a backup. I just put that in the comments. Have a backup in case your person's not available because God forbid something happens, person gets sick, they go on vacation, and you don't have anybody else who knows who's onboarded and knows what they're doing, you're going to be in trouble. So very good. Serena? Thank you. Hi there. Oh, these are all amazing. The ladies will have all amazing things to say. What I would like to say to add to, to that list is, and one, yes, I totally agree, um, having someone that either has their own backups or you have your own backup, because believe me, you will have people that go MIA. They'll go missing in action, and you're not <laughs> going to know where they went, why they went, and, you know, some people, like, they say that they can handle something they can't, and then they disappear instead. So, like, it's, it's always 
always best to have backups. Um, and I always have like a folder of people that whenever I connect with people, I keep them all and I keep folders of things so I can always go back. But that's why I like hiring a, like agency types where it's a multi-person team. So this way, if one person's not available, there's always somebody else that's taking over. Um, so what, what, what I would like to say though is, you know, I just ask. Ask people you know. If you're not networking and, and don't know any other entrepreneurs, there's a problem. And so you have to make sure that that's why it's so important to get connected, be part of groups, uh, special groups, not just like being part of Facebook groups, but become, become be part of like networking groups and, and um, mastermind groups and stuff like that. I can guarantee you, like everyone, like there's every single one of them is going to have some type of professional, um, you know, marketing agency or marketing expert or administrative or whatever, like you're always going to find people that are either already in there or are actually um, the people that, you know, I've already worked with people that they can refer and that they can rave about. So going with, pe going with people that have actually used the services before or you've, you know, gotten to know them in different ways, that is really the best way to, to, you know, to work with someone that you know can be reputable that will take care of you versus trying to like just like source people all over the place and they have, you know what I mean, and you, don't, you have no way of knowing if it's that person's really someone that, you know, is reputable or not. Um, even the fact like, you know, I, I see a lot of people when, you know, I first started, you know, they wanted to have like references. Listen, that's the worst thing you can ask for because no one's going to give you a bad reference. Whether it's an actual client that likes them, that's a friend, or whether it's their mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, aunt, whatever, they're going to give you good you know, good, good reviews, whether it's somebody who's really a, a business that they worked for or not. So that is not the way to go. Don't ask for like references, sorry, not reviews, uh, references. Testimonials are phenomenal. Yes, absolutely. They should be on a website. Do they have a reputable website? Um, however, testimonials are not always legit. So you have to go beyond the testimonials that visit video testimonials. I like that better. I would actually look and see, does this person have video testimonials? Does this person, uh, but again, it's always best to always try to go within your, you know, your, 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 um, tribe, you know, whoever's in your tribe to find if they either one of them does this or if they can refer people or not. Um, those are really the top ways to find a reputable company. And again, no asking for references. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I think I lost you guys for like a split second there. Thank you, Serena. Excellent, excellent advice. Holly, tell us your thoughts on this. Sure. And and I will uh, echo that the ladies have all given great, great advice and tips. Um, uh, just a couple of things to add here. Uh, you know, when talking about the skills, uh, I believe it was uh, Sharon that, that mentioned, you know, don't don't assume that just because somebody said that they could do it. Uh, that they can, but uh, to add another layer to that is if somebody says, oh, I, I can do MailChimp uh, newsletters or they've done them, then, you know, uh, probe a little bit deeper than that. Did they write the copy? Did they find the images? Did they, you know, or did they just copy and paste and schedule it? Uh, you know, kind of, you know, are they experienced in setting up automations in MailChimp. So really look at where they are within that program and, and uh, you know, what, what their skill level is. Because if, if, uh, you, if somebody's saying to you, I can do MailChimp and, and in your mind, you're thinking, great, I don't have to do anything in there anymore. And, and the reality is, is that all they know how to do is open and 
you know, press schedule, then there's a huge disconnect in the ability to get the work done that you need done. So, you know, uh, don't be afraid to, to ask questions and probe deeper. Um, you know, I think the other thing is really talking about communication and expectations. You know, when I, don't be afraid to ask them when I give you a task, when should I expect you to be able to turn it around? Now, granted, there are going to be some things that take a week or two weeks or longer, but, you know, a standard task, um, you know, is, is 48 hours a reasonable expectation, you know, to be either done or updated on the task. How will you, you let me know? Are you going to email me? Are we going to have a phone call? Are we going to making sure that you're on the same page or how you're going to communicate with each other and so that you understand and agree to the expectations. If it doesn't feel right to you, then don't hire them. You know, don't, don't hire out of desperation, you know, um, and Serena mentioning the go to your tribe. That's, that's the number one place to find the right fit is, you know, if, if you're hanging out with a tribe that you feel comfortable with and you say, Hey, I'm ready to, to hire somebody to do X, Y, Z, who's your rock star. Um, you know, go with that and, and interview those folks to see because they're most likely going to be a good fit for you. So, you know, have, have a phone conversation, have a video chat with them, um, connect with them at, at, in the deepest way that you can. Um, you know, I typically, whenever I'm adding to my own team, you know, I, I get into the, you know, what's their schedule like? Are they working around a family schedule? Um, you know, I'm a single mom. And while I'm an empty nester now, um, you know, when my son was in in high school, we had band and competitions and swim and practice and all these things. And I needed somebody that could relate to that. And, you know, somebody who doesn't have children is going to have difficulty relating to you know, my needs for that kind of flexibility and, and, you know, and, and understanding. So I think finding somebody that really connects with you on that personal level, uh, is going to be important because a VA is not just somebody who you're handing off tasks to. It is somebody that ultimately you're building a relationship with. And I think that's one of the problems that happens when you go to an Upwork or a Fiverr. It's it's a it's a one-off thing most often, and you know the the benefit of a VA really is that long-term relationship that you can build with them, and and it really that comes down to you know sharing some core values, and and so don't be afraid to bring some of those ideas into the interview process. Um, you know, in, in the book, I actually give you about 20 questions that you should ask in every VA interview. Um, and they don't focus just on skills. There are some, you know, uh, there's some soft skill things, um, you know, that, that dive into personality and, and, you know, but on top of, you know, what, what type of compensation do you do? Are you billing by the minute? Do you round up to the quarter hour? You know, eliminate some of those surprises and, and, um, you know, uh, going back to be bold in that interview. Don't be afraid to ask the questions that you want to ask because the right VA is going to be an open book for you and is going to say, you know, ask me whatever you need to ask me to get the work done. 
and um you know and, and if there's ever any little red flags that come up walk away and you know don't feel like you cannot do that because this is somebody who is going to have intimate knowledge of of all the workings of your business and that trust has to be there and and, and if it starts to crumble from the interview process it's only going to get worse so you know make sure that you feel good about it from the beginning Great advice, Holly. I, I like how you said, don't hire out of desperation and mm -hmm. uh, don't be afraid to ask. Now, um, Sandy just asked, what is the title of your book? Um, the title of the book is Virtual Team Builder, um, How to Expand Your Coaching Practice by Hiring a VA. And um, I will say this, I have a PDF version that I am happy to share with uh, anybody that's on the call. Um, you know, because I think there's some, some good knowledge in there about where to look and, and, wow. um, you know, so it, you guys can post in the chat and, uh, I will, uh, put the download link in there. Yes. Put the link in there. Thank you so much, Holly. That's fantastic. Sure. Yes. We're all, sure. thank you. That is going to be a really great resource. No problem. So, so I wanted to now just um, ask you guys about the nitty gritty of actually training and onboarding. And what are the best tools to use for that? Is it best to do like a video tutorial? How do you get what you need relayed to the person who you're hiring in the best, clearest way possible? That um, I think that's a lot of places where people get stuck to. They don't know how to give those tasks off the way they want. So let's start back with Sharon and then we'll go through everyone again. Okay. <clears throat> One thing you could do is a video tutorial. Um, have a conversation with the person, tell them verbally, if you don't do video, tell them verbally exactly what it is you need and the timeline you need to have it completed in. But that video tutorial, um, when you're describing what you want, be very specific. And one thing you can do is then have that VA create a video about what she heard, what she thinks she heard, because sometimes oh. it's miscommunication and what you're saying may not be what she's hearing. So have her respond to your video. She may even have questions or things she didn't understand, or she may have an easier way to accomplish the task. And so she may want to give you feedback to say, well, I know you do it this way, but there's this technology out here that'll make this easier. Let me talk to you about that. So it's a communication on both sides. Uh, another thing that you could do is create a checklist. And with that checklist, you can identify all the steps of the process, or you can give your VA a description and have her create a checklist of the steps she would be taking to complete the task. And then comparing the two, you would probably come up with a great system and have something documented so that, as everyone said earlier, <clears throat> if the VA is no longer working with you or is absent or has to take a leave or something, you have that step-by-step -step process that you can have someone else use to make sure the task gets done. One other thing that I recommend <clears throat> is creating an operations manual. And with that operations manual, you can document everything that needs to be done in your business, from having your passwords to 
of security to the files you use on a regular basis to the technology you use on a regular basis have all of that together in one location hand that off to them they can implement some of the things that you've done make recommendations about others you know supplement it update it as old technologies you know are no longer used like uh, some old copies of Microsoft people don't even use anymore. They're into the mm -hmm. new Microsoft or um, <clears throat> there's some old versions of software that is ex extinct now and they're using Datsumo or a lot of things. So you want all of that documented so that you can transition to that person and from that person. Wow, those are really great advice. I just put that in the notes, everyone. Uh, have the VA respond to your video with a video of what she understood from your training video. Create a checklist for your VA, excellent. And also create an operating manual. And that's what big companies do. They have manuals and books, big giant books when people are hired or video. Now, now it's more back in the day was probably written. Now it's all probably videos and stuff. And they display you can hire multiple people and not have to keep duplicating, you know, the same stuff because it's already there. So excellent advice, Sharon. So Charlotte, there are storage uh, places you can put them in Dropbox, or if you use Teamworks, um, Teamworks, or you can put it in there that way. What is that called? Teamworks. Teamworks. Yes, it's a. I haven't um, heard of that. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Have you heard of? Um, oh my goodness, can't even think. Um, Seventeen Hats. I've heard of Seventeen Hats. So Teamworks is that dot com? Yes. Yes, Teamworks, teamworks PM. It's called and Teamworks PM. I'm not sure PM, of the exact um, URL. And maybe um, you could post that after. And then we have, and I've heard of 17 hats. That's another good one. You could have Trillo. You could have Asena. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a ton of uh, management systems out there that someone could use to store these uh, processes, even create the processes in those systems. So, there's a lot of technology out there that would make the entire process easy. There's um, for videoing, um, you can put plugins on your desktop, and uh, one of them is Loom. Oh yeah, Loom, uh, I love Loom. L O O M, and you can create a short um, screenshot video in 10 minutes. So you know there are the tools out there that make it easy to communicate and follow up with each other. Yes, Loom is great. It's actually, I'm going to put the URL because it's free. It's useloom.com, and they have now a, a, you can do it either by desktop or you can do it by um, uh, by the Chrome browser, and it's a really great free tool. Thank you so much, Sharon. Charlotte? Yes, uh, Sharon, she's been coming out with all the amazing tools, and I, I absolutely love it. Um, one of my favorites is by far is uh, Dropbox. Um, we utilize uh, Dropbox a lot for it because we place the videos in there for our team to, you know, just uh, watch the video and then they can comment, you know, and they can tag anyone else that wants to give additional feedback, especially if you're brand new and you're not techie. Uh, Dropbox is definitely going to be a, a easy one uh, for you to really uh, have that communication aspect um, as well. A lot of my my team uh, definitely does um, a lot of messaging using Facebook, um, of course, because we communicate a lot um, on that as well. Facebook Messenger 
just just to communicate um just to have that human connection is just like so important when you uh, have a team working together um i've seen far too many times where people they hire it's like no type of communication and so communication is is going to be Now, are we all frozen or is it just me? Let me just see. Yeah, I can hear you, but it looks like everyone else seems a little bit frozen. No, just Charlotte, maybe. Yes, because okay. I can hear you, Holly. I'm here. Yeah. Yep, okay, I can hear okay, you I think maybe we, okay, great, great, okay, no little tech difficulties here. Okay, so, Serena, what is your, what is your, your take on all of this with tools and training and the best way to train? And so my my and great tips so far, um, pretty much yeah, creating systems, creating something that you can you know follow through with you know as soon as you hire someone, get them to start training, get like create that system so that for the next person it's already there. But doing little videos are great. Um, I like to get on the phone with them and I do like a screen share and you know you could record it and I like to show them so they can ask me questions live. You know, so I like to do things like in that sense um, and like I kind of have like an intro call where okay today we're gonna go through like how we were you know we run the website and and this is how we you know do our blogs and this is you know what you need to do to make sure your blogs are you know better or whatever the case is right so then I show them all the different steps of things that we could potentially do that they're gonna focus on we create a, a to-do list because sometimes it's easier to follow your own list than it is to follow a list that someone else has created so they word it their way they it makes more sense to them and like you know easier ways for them to uh, absorb it so I like to kind of have a call so we can go through it and then uh, allow them to create their notes also but definitely um, the easiest way the you know the least work would be to actually systemize it and I'll have it all set up for you now Facebook workplace seems to be getting very popular I haven't personally I've attempted to use it but never follow through with it but Facebook workplace supposed to be supposed to be good for communicating with your teams and I'm not sure what other things but I'm sure there's other wonderful things part of it so definitely look into Facebook workplace it's free um, and who we all like free stuff right <laughs> um, you know uh, Google Drive like you know using spreadsheets that you can both go back and forth or you know however many people on your team using Google spreadsheets Google Docs so you can go back and forth and you know updates are real-time so that if you make a change you don't have to worry about getting into their email did it make it to the email? Did they check their email on time and all that stuff? So use things that allow you to work real time. I also use Asana, Trello uh, are all things that I use. There's um, you know different ones like for sales. So it really depends what it is that you're doing. Um, if, it, if it's sales, there's like Monday, I think, .com is one of the newer ones. Um, but again, there's just, just a ton of, done a ton of different things online that you can uh, really use. But you need to find something that's simple and that will work well for all team members because some team members are not, you know, they, they might get overwhelmed with all the different things they have to use. Um, so keep it as simple as possible. And that's why I love Google Docs. For, honestly, Dropbox and Google and Google Drive is my, my fave thing because it's easy to use and almost everyone uses it. Great, great, wonderful. That is very good advice. Yes, I just was writing down some of those tools in the chat box. Fantastic. So, okay, wonderful, Serena. So now we have Holly. Holly, what is your take? Anything to add to that? 
Sure, I will. Uh, I'll weigh in on, on just a couple of thoughts. Um, you know, absolutely, operations manual and uh, Serena. I love that you said uh, doing it real time with them so they can ask questions, have a recording. One of the things that I would add would be that you know have them uh, do part of it. And then, you know, let you check the work halfway or at least check it before it's published um, the first couple of times. Because one of the worst things that you can say is, if something doesn't make sense, ask me questions. And the reason I say that that's a terrible thing to say is because that is all subjective. It may in their mind make perfect sense, but it's not at all what you were looking for. And so, you know, you can't expect them to ask questions for something that they didn't know wasn't wasn't what you had in mind. So the best thing to do is to actually look at what the work is. And so, you know, if it's a blog post, you know, have them put it in. I think we might have. And, you know, you can go in and. and Can you guys hear me, or is that? Um, I can hear you. Okay, can, can we hear, hear Holly, yes, or did I can you hear you. Holly? Holly? For example, sales yeah, page, you know, one of those super, super long ones. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? You were breaking yes, up. we can hear you now. You guys, okay, perfect. We can hear you now. Okay, great. Okay. Can you hear me? Um, you're freezing up, so it might be something with the connection, because uh, you froze a couple of times. Hmm. Now we see you again. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, yes, we can hear okay, you Okay, sorry about that. Um, I think you froze up again there. Um, so let's, you know what, can you, everybody else hear me? Okay, I think we yes. lost her for one sec. You. Okay, great, great, okay. So um, hopefully she can jump back on because um, I want to, what I want to do now since we're at, at the hour is um, I want everyone to, you know, again, we you told us in the beginning about your businesses, but I know many of you offer some of these services that we were talking about today, or maybe if you don't, you can recommend, like what would be the easiest way? Like maybe somebody really doesn't want to like, the thought of like, honestly, for me, like to, to ask a million questions and this and that, like I, I just wish somebody just give me the, the good people. <laughs> you know, like a lot of people don't go through all that. <laughs> so like you say about agencies and stuff, yeah. like either you have a recommendation or your company does it. So, and, and I want you guys to all be able to post your links um, to your businesses in the comments as well. But if we can just go around and just tell us um, we'll start with Sharon. Just tell, tell us about, you know, what you offer and just a little bit of how it works. Like to, if we were to hire you as people who are watching today, how we could hire you. Um, or if you don't offer the service, how you, who you recommend. Okay. Well, <clears throat> again, my company is the 24 hour secretary. I've been in business for 29 years. Uh, I've had a team of as many as 57 VAs working at the same time covering a full service shop of all the services that you would need. I personally focus on 
um, helping customers move from one level to the other. And what I mean is I actually assume the entire business operation for that client. And then through the support of myself and some other key members, we actually can run your back office operation while you're out meeting customers or making sales or uh, learning other things that you need to know. We are running the business on your behalf, everything from from online to um, management to connecting with vendors, et cetera. Our team can do that for you. We, and I will tell you this quite frankly, because I'll say it to everyone during an interview, we are not the cheapest guy in town. So if that's where you're coming from, there's no need to reach out to the 24-hour secretary because cost, while it is a factor, it is not a major issue that we address because we know based on our tenure, based on our knowledge, experience, and training, and background that um, you get what you pay for and with our team, you're getting the best. And there's one other thing I'd like to mention for individuals that are interested in becoming virtual assistants and you have other questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am always available to share my knowledge with anyone or make recommendations for people who want to become BAs as far as coaching programs, training programs, technology programs, et cetera. Feel free to get in touch. There's no charge. I just love helping people in the industry because when I started, there were only a few VAs and we all supported each other and we continue to do that now. And one other point, if you're interested in being a VA, um, we actually have a convention coming up starting two days from now. So if you're interested in learning about the convention, I'm not going to uh, post the URL or mention it, but just get in touch with me and I can provide details. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Sharon, for all of your knowledge today. This has been amazing. And yes, VAs who are watching, great opportunity here as well. And that's a 24-hour secretary. And Sharon's going to share her link in the comments after the video. So thank you, Sharon. And Charlotte? What is your, what, tell us about your business and yes. what you recommend, or if you provide any of these types of services. Absolutely. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Sharon. Um, you know, I work primarily with uh, beauty business professionals who are looking to uh, really scale out their knowledge, um, as well as women entrepreneurs who are transitioning. Uh, from employee to entrepreneur. So we, we actually do a lot of the publishing aspects, sales, uh, sales writing, copywriting, um, customer service, um, you know, that type of thing, um, really being behind the scenes and helping you with that. So you can definitely uh, reach out to us. Um, you know, no task, of course, is too small, but I also like recommending the women um, who are here who actually have um, the, the VA services um, specifically um, that are not in the, the realm of, co of course, because they have these uh, other different teams in place. So I'm actually going to be reaching out to many of you, uh, Miss Sharon and Holly as well, because I believe in um, really having a good team of people that you can reach out consistently to 
and which makes your your business thrive even more. So I definitely recommend them um, as well. And if you're in the beauty industry um, that that you're looking to transition, you know, from an employee to an entrepreneur, or you are a woman entrepreneur um, that you're still working on a job, definitely reach out and let's see how I can actually recommend the the right people, the right tools, the right resources um, as well, because that's what I'm all about. So. Thank you again, uh, Christina, and everyone here. Thank you so much, Charlotte. And just a, a little FYI, in my former life, I used to own a salon in in uh, New Jersey. So uh, I was in the beauty wow. industry. Where were you back then? Yeah, that was I sold it in 2006, <laughs> Vogue Hair and Nails, and it's actually still there. The people who bought it for me still run it, and I still wow. a lot of the same employees. And, and actually, it's kind of funny because the man I bought it from, he was a hairdresser. He still works there. I didn't do personally do hair, which wow. made it challenging. So I owned it. I did makeup and not hair. And so, yeah, I was in the beauty industry. A lot of people don't know that. And it, that's yeah, a lot. It's a very interesting, wow. interesting industry. <laughs> yes, yes it is. It. It's, yes. A, it's a, yes, <laughs> a, it's, it's people, a fun yeah. industry. Yes, yes. yes. Working at a salon is definitely. definitely interesting. Yes, never a boring day with uh, with everybody. Yes. Yeah, I had to throw that in there when you said that. So great. Thank you so much, Charlotte. You put all your information in the comments. And Serena? Yes, thank you. So I am, um, you know, like I said, do money, many things. So uh, with my uh, business, it was Virtual Business Solutions On Demand, uh, which is mostly marketing, you know, design, marketing, branding, anything to do with websites, um, you know, branding. And branding is so much more than just logos. That's the first thing I want to say to everyone. So uh, different parts of branding, um, you know, Anything lead generation visibility is what we handle. If you're looking, you know, you're looking to take your business to the next level and you really want to get yourself all over the place and be known as an influencer and build that, you know, following list building, email marketing, um, you know, online um, groups and stuff like that. That's that's where we, you know, we really thrive um, and focus on. So we, you know, we offer everything such as copywriting also. We're Pinterest marketers. We do some social media too and so many different things, building your group, managing your group, growing your group, coaching, consulting, um, all, all of this good stuff um, is, is everything we do. And if I don't have, um, you know, the specific service that you need, or if it's something that we prefer not to work on, because we know it's not where our strong suit is, then we will, you know, we, I have a huge connection of the virtual assistants. Um, I have a group of over 2,000 women and virtual assistants. I have the Amazing Women Entrepreneurs Network of over 10,000 women, uh, a few other groups, so over 17,000 women that we could connect you with, email lists and all that, plus, of course, any of these amazing women here that I'd be happy to connect you with also, if uh, uh, that I could connect people that um, come to us with so um yeah so if we can't help you we'll help you find someone to to help you but if you really want guess visibility and exposure and you want to like write books publish books get on co-authored books run your own summit build your list guys email list building absolutely impossible it, sorry absolutely possible it is the asset to your business the most important asset of your business and without assets your business will not thrive so build that list and contact us to help you do it Thank you, Serena. You are a wealth of information and resources. So definitely reach out to Serena. Um, she's, she's got a huge network 
Um, so she can definitely help you. And she's going to also put the, her links in the comments here. And Holly, I think, Holly, are you there? Did we lose you? And I don't see you. I think we lost Holly. But Holly, uh, if you're watching this, um, please put in the comments your company, what you do, write out, you know, exactly what, and just answer the question in the comments because we want to know about um, your company as well and what um, services that you provide. And your ebook, of course, everybody's really excited to get a hold of that. So I just want to close by saying thank you to all these fabulous women here today. You guys are just amazing. And we, I have to say, we just have the best experts in the Standout Online program. I mean, you guys are just amazing from our group. I mean, it's just, all these shows are just incredible. I learned from them. I just think, I think you guys are wonderful. And I'm really excited um, that we covered this topic today because this is a big one and we're going to have more shows um, coming up everyone so stay tuned with our experts and thank you ladies so much please just put you know make sure that you put your comments so people can reach out to you after watching this and this is also on our podcast the woman helping women entrepreneur podcast this recording will be there as well and um, and if anybody wants to reach out, if you're listening to the podcast, you know, join our Facebook group. I'm just going to put this out um, at womanhelpingwomen.group, and you can catch the replay under units. So if you want to reach out to these ladies and you're watching from our podcast, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, this way you can still have access to these wonderful resources and, and that, that they provided today. Thank you guys so much. I hope you all have Thank a you. wonderful day. Thank, Thank you, you, Christina, for everything that you do. Again. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye -bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.